0: A federal judge in Texas is ordering the Massachusetts Attorney General to be questioned under oath by Exxon's lawyers in Dallas over her office's investigation into whether Exxon misled investors about the financial impact of climate change. And A.G. Maura Healy is fighting the summons. In court papers, Healy said federal judge Ed Kincaid's order allowing the target of a state probe to investigate the investigator is an abuse of discretion. Exxon is trying to stop Healey and other AGs, such as New York's Eric Schneiderman, from suing by suing in federal court in its home state, claiming the investigations are politically motivated. My guest is former federal and state prosecutor Jeffrey Kramer. He's the managing director of Berkeley Research Group. Jeff, the mass AG says the office hasn't even gotten one document from Exxon yet. How unusual is this judge's order, which also, by the way, orders her to Dallas when Exxon wanted to take her deposition in Massachusetts?
1: Uh, yeah, it, it is It is very strange. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. And... It's it's odd in the in the instant matter, um, but I think it ha- could have at least far-reaching consequences. If you take uh, any investigation, it doesn't have to be corporate, it could be criminal in nature, and, and could then impact could it impact U.S. attorneys or state prosecutors? This is a very odd decision.
0: Judge Kincaid expressed concern that Healy's office was investigating Exxon in bad faith because of meetings she had with an environmental activist and other AGs the day before New York announced a similar investigation. Is that enough to make out cause of concern of bad faith?
1: You know, I don't. I don't think so. And I and I read it a few times. On its face, it seems, uh, you know, fairly innocuous and and really not unusual uh, for a state attorney general, maybe not necessarily other prosecutors, but a state attorney general, to meet uh, with different groups. Um, as it decides whether or not to pursue an investigation. The judge obviously found the timing relevant. It was the night before uh, New York went ahead. But in and of itself, I don't think that's really not only not dispositive, meaning it, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't make the case on its face, uh, but really isn't that relevant and certainly is not relevant enough to drag the, the attorney general from Massachusetts down to Texas uh, to be interviewed by the subject of their investigation.
0: So how often do you have targets of investigations trying to use the power of the federal court in its home state to stop a state investigation that's just underway?
1: You know, it's almost unheard of. Um, and maybe it is a little bit of home court advantage, as you indicated. Uh, Exxon was even willing to say, look, we'll come up to Boston, right? We'll do this on the attorney general's home turf so we don't have to impose too much. But judges are like, no, you can, you can do it here, uh, really going farther than even Exxon had the nerve to ask. Uh, so maybe it is a little bit of home court advantage. Certainly uh, the oil companies in Texas uh, certainly carry a lot of weight. You think that would be uh, diffused once you get to the federal system, unlike a state judge who might be elected or appointed by state officials. These are federal judges, so usually home court advantage uh, doesn't carry it. Uh, But here, and again, I think the concern is greater can you now have uh, anyone who's being investigated, public corruption, drugs, guns, anything, any criminal matter, uh, by a U.S. attorney? Because now we've got a federal judge deciding this. Can they then decide that prosecutors, line prosecutors, get called in to be interviewed by the judge? Their emails can then be looked at in discovery? I mean, this is, a, this is an odd one and could have some implications.
0: Let's take a look at some of the uh, examples of the questions or interrogatories. Number 24 asks Attorney General Healy, and this is from Exxon's, um, some of the discovery, what Exxon would ask Attorney General Healy, to, quote, state, identify, and describe the basis for your belief that investigating a single company will help combat or limit climate change. What kind (laughs) of a deposition question is that?
1: Yeah, I'm laughing, as you're, I'm laughing as you read it, obviously. Um, you know, how, can you, how can anyone answer that? Um, it's like basically, you know, how will this investigation you know, stop climate change? The answer is it won't, uh, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be held culpable, arguably, um, if you disseminated false information. And that had an impact upon Massachusetts citizens and investors, which is the purview of the Massachusetts Attorney General. Um, and, as I said, you know it 's kind of a a loaded question, impossible to answer, and some of those other interrogatories really require uh, the attorney general if she's going to sit there and answer these questions to reveal everything they know now. Maybe they have to give up sources, do they have to give up other information it, You see these arguments being made kind of perfunctorily where defendants will say there's a witch hunt right they're going after me because I 'm a Democrat or a republican or or whatever it might be in different in different contexts. And that doesn't mean it's, it's, uh, there's not something to that. And you can bring it forth before a judge, federal or state, and they can take a look at it to see if there's any evidence on his face. But here, we're really going from zero to 60, interviewing, interrogatories. Uh, you know, I think you need to let the investigation play out and then see what happens. But ExxonMobil seems to be uh, taking a nice shot across the bow and is going to give a lot of chill to a lot of attorney generals. Well, I
0: I also wonder how often you even get to inter- interrogate. <laughs> I often I, it sounds like an interrogation, but I often wonder how often you get to depose an attorney general about an investigation of the office.
1: Yeah, never. And and you're right, it is. It is ironic, right? I mean, the the roles are being reversed here. Um, It never happens. And there's nothing magical necessarily about the attorney general because, again, we have a federal court. Can then U.S. attorneys, can the attorney general of the United States now be subject to this kind of, uh, of motion and redress? Um, So I think the implications, if we step back for a moment, um, are striking uh, because not many attorney generals who are elected are going to not only want to be deposed, but answer those questions. And I think what's even more chilling um, is that then their emails could arguably be subject to discovery even before they start the investigation. Um, And for an elected official – and they're all elected – Uh, that may warrant them maybe not pursuing what they should pursue. And it's not just, you know, this industry. We can extrapolate to the pharmaceutical industry, the national defense industry, industry that has a lot of lawyers and can really roll the dice, if you will, on this kind of motion.
0: Jeff, just about 30 seconds. Is she trying to get the judge to withdraw his order, or is she going to have to take it to an appellate court?
1: I think the first uh, thing could be to ask the judge to reconsider. That's usually going to fail there's, unless there's new evidence and there's really nothing, so the judge is not going to reconsider. You can then make a motion uh, to the appellate court uh, for them to reverse this order, because once the uh, deposition is done, once the interrogatories are answered, the damage is done. So any redress you're going to get at that level, I think, is going is to be for naught. You really need to do it beforehand. So you go to the appellate court, and if a three-judge panel turns you down, maybe US for an on-bank decision.
0: Jeff Kramer, always a pleasure to have you on Bloomberg Law. That's Jeff Kramer, the managing director of Berkeley Research Group, coming up on Bloomberg Law. The commissioner of France's privacy watchdog is taking on her own government in an effort to make sure it doesn't cross the line with the personal information of its citizens by creating a mega database of information of everyone in France. This is Bloomberg